So welcome back to the Wednesday night vad, Rav Schwab's life-altering Taira. We're going to see a beautiful piece that he wrote on Parshas Lachlacha. And the Pasuk says, Vayemer Avram, Avram says, Adai Eloikim, Lashon Adnas, he calls Hashem by the Lashon of my master, how do I know that I'm going to inherit, that I'm going to have a, a Yerusha, um, a legacy, that I'm going to have somebody that will inherit me? Imagine this. From the day that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, there was not a single person that ever thought to describe HaKadosh Baruch Hu as an Adain, as a master, until Avram Avinu came along, the Kara Adin, and called him the Lashon Adnus, Shenemar, Vayaymer, Adai, Loy Eloikim, Bame Eidakir Shenes. So we see Avram Avinu was Machadesh over here. He innovated a new name, a new description, a new praise of Akadish Baruchu. I'm going to call Akadish Baruchu Adin. I'm going to call him my master, and that's why we say Baruch Ata Adai. Lai, that's always, that's a Lashon of Adnas. That all was innovated by Avram Avinu right here in this Pasuk. So Rav Schwab asks, V'tzarech bi'or, ma chidesh Avram Avinu b'kar l'akadosh baruch What's the big deal? Is it such a huge chidesh that l'akadosh baruch was now called Adain? Harekvar kar'uhu kalatzadikim shekadmu l'avram, B'Shem Melech. What did other people call HaKadosh Baruch Hu before Avram Avinu came along and called him an Adin? They called him Melech, he's our king. So, is that such a big deal? How do we know that they called him our king? In Adin Elam we say that when man was created, now he was called Melech. So we see that from the beginning of time, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is already entitled the Lashon of Melech. There's a, a Medrash that says that when Adam was created, all of the Brias, all of the animals surrounded him, and they thought that he was God, because he was very, very imposing, very strong, very handsome, and he was alone in the world, he was a Yachid, and the animals were convinced that this, this is God. And, and Adam tried to to change their opinion, to, to dissuade them of that notion. And so he said, Hashem Malach Geos Lavesh, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the king. The, that capital, everybody loves that Shir Shalyayim of Friday, right? Because it's so short. But Hashem Malach Geos Lavesh, who said that? That's Adam, Adam Shira, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Hashem Malach Geos Lavesh. So Hashem is the Melech. He called Hashem Melech already from that very first day of creation. Now, Av- Avram Avinu comes along some uh, 1900 and uh, let's say 60, 70 years later and calls him Adin. And that's like a big deal. Rabbi Yechanan says that never did Akadosh Baruch Hu, was Akadosh Baruch Hu ever entitled the Lashon of Adnus until Avram Avinu came along. Why is that such a big innovation? Why is that such a great Chiddush that Avram brought to the table 
what's the difference between Melech and Adon? That's Rav Schwab's question. His answer is a beautiful answer. It's very, very essential. That term, when we call Hashem a Melech, that's a borrowed term. What is a king? A king is somebody that sits in a throne room. He has a nice crown. He's got a Flintstone fur coat on, and uh, he basically sits and he's pampered and he gets grapes, you know, fed to him the whole day. And uh, he has no shaykhs at all with people in his in his malchus. He doesn't. He doesn't have a. There's no connection to them. Once in a while, you know, Melech Pasadel, Elul, you know, there's like some exceptional times of the year that the king will actually meet with a commoner. But in general, there's no, there's no connection. A president is a little similar to that, except during election period. A president's in the White House. He doesn't really speak and schmooze with regular people. He has his cabinet, he has his family, and that's about it. I remember years ago, there was um, a president, I think it was Bush Sr., and it was like a big scandal because he went to a uh, supermarket. It was like a photo op or something. And, he, and they, he brought his groceries up to the front to the cash register. And they, they used the, the scanner. You know, the, you scan the code and boop, boop. You know, like he was used to a regular cash register like growing up as a kid. You know, that they would, you know, just type, it, type everything in. That's how I grew up as a kid. It was a chiddish lab. You probably never saw an old-fashioned cash register, maybe. And so, and so Bush didn't have any... He was, like, amazed that this technology, like, for a swipe... And they, they were, like, laughing. This is, this is, like, old technology. It's, like, at least 10, 15 years old. But he, he had never been to a supermarket. He was a senator. He was a vice president. He, I think he was a congressman and then a vice president. And, uh, you know, he had no shaykhs to people. He never went to a supermarket to shop. Presidents don't carry cash in their wallet. They, there's no need. There's no... They have everything that they want. A king is much more so. So a king is somebody that has no connection to the populace other than the fact that, that they're his subjects, but he has no personal connection to them. An Adon, on the other hand, is very different than a Melech. He has servants that serve him. Every, he has a gardener, and he has a saramashkim, he has a saraifim, he's, he's got a cook, he's got a cleaner, he's got a... He has, he has a connection, an oven has a connection with his servants. Albeit the servants are very, very low, they have no connection to him, you know, in a financial and a social status, but... Uh, but in terms of his connection, he schmoozes with his with his chauffeur. He schmoozes with his gardener. He schmoozes with his with his cooks, with his cleaning lady. He has a connection to them when they do something for him. When they bring him his uh, his 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 glass of wine, his cigar. When they uh, when they're vacuuming his living room, he's he's talking to them. He has a connection. He knows them by name. This was the great groundbreaking blockbuster Chiddush that Avram Avinu brought to the world. This wasn't just a semantical difference 
uh, that Avraham Avinu said, okay, let's call him Adon. Like, you know, he, he looked through a thesaurus and said, a melech, he's going to call him Adon. A melech and an Adon are altogether two different things. Shemaim Baritz. If you believe that Hashem is melech, you'd be right, but you'd be deprived of a relationship with him. He is a melech. He's definitely a melech. But by saying, by describing as a melech, what are you basically, how are you uh, framing the relationship between you and him? You're saying, well, just like I have no shaykhs to the president, just like I have no shaykhs to the melech, I have no shaykhs to the governor, he's never going to, he doesn't know who I am. So you're basically putting HaKadosh Baruch Hu in that same relationship model, and you're saying that I have no shaykhs to Hashem. Hashem doesn't know me. I'm just one, you know, piece of dust on this earth. He has no connection to me. He doesn't care about me. He doesn't, or if he does, it's just, you know, it's, he's so distantly removed from me that I have no con- connection to him. And that's the way the world was operating with that assumption for almost 2,000 years. And then Avram Avinu came along and said, no, that's not the relationship. That's not the model of the relationship. It's not just a melech. He is a melech, but... That's not the whole picture. He's also an Adin. He's an Adin. What does it mean he's an Adin? HaKadosh Baruch Hu cares about each and every one of us. He knows everyone by name. He's our personal God. He loves us. He's concerned about us. Everything that happens, there's Ashkach Pratis in life. There's not a single thing that transpires, whether it's uh, having to bend down and tie your shoelace whether it's a shidduch happening or not happening, whether it's uh, getting the job or not getting the job, whether it's being winning the lottery or not winning the lottery, everything that's happening in life is all by HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Hashgacha it's all by providence. Because he's not just the Melech, he's our Adin. He's, he has oversight over us. He has a connection, he has a personal touch with each and every one of us. And that creates an, an entirely different complexion to the relationship between us and him. Before Avraham Avinu came along, if Avraham Avinu had not come to planet Earth, we may still be perceiving HaKadosh Baruch Hu as a Melech, but without a connection to us. Avraham Avinu warmed up the relationship between Hashem and Earth by saying he's our Adon, and we're his Avadim. And as his Avadim, he knows us, he, has, he appreciates us, he loves us, he, he connects to us on the most intimate level, and therefore Avram Avinu did something great when he called HaKadosh Baruch Hu Belasha and Adnas. That's a very, very important Yisait, and he's going to double down on this, Rav Schwab, by telling us a story. And it's a very beautiful story that is very uh, essential because it's Nagea, a tefillah that we say, or we should be saying every single day at least once. The Agav Askir Devei Maran Harav Rav Shamsher Falharsh Sechetzadav Kadosh Lebacher Shwab, remember, was the Rav in Rav Hirsch's Shul. I mean, he, he was the Rav in Kaladas Yishur and Watch the Nights, which was a, uh, a spiritual heir to the Frankfurt community in Germany under the leadership of Shamsher Falharsh. Rav Shamsher Falharsh had a son in law, his his youngest daughter was married to somebody in the name of Reb Shlema Breuer. Reb Shlema Breuer took over, he was from Hungary originally, but he took over, when Reb Shlema Breuer died, he took over the, the Kehilla in Frankfurt. And then when he died, Reb Shlema Breuer, who was, by the way, a rabbi of Reb Schwab, then Reb Yosef Breuer 
Uh, he didn't become the Rav, he was the Rashiva in Frankfurt, and then the war happened, and Yasser Breuer escaped the war, came to America, came to Washington Heights, and established his own Kehillah in Washington Heights, using the same name as Kaladas Yishurin of the Frankfurt Kehillah. And, so, and then Rav Schwab was invited to join him at one point to also be the Rav in this, uh, this Kehillah. So you have to understand when, when Rav Schwab is quoting Rav Hirsch, it's, there's a direct communication, there's a direct yachas between him to Rav Hirsch. His, Rav Hirsch's son-in-law was his Rebbe. Rav Schleimer Breuer, and he was the Rav now in the community of, uh, of, of the Frankfurt um, legacy. So he says, He said his son-in-law, which I just explained to you, Rav Hirsch's son-in-law, repeated this vart from Rav Hirsch, Rav Schleimer Breuer did, Bishmai, in his name. When did this happen? Kisheshala Yedidai Hagain, Reb Shimon Sefer Zatzal, Abest in the Krakow. The Chasam Sefer had two famous sons. What was one son's name? How do we refer to one son? Ksav Sefer, excellent. And then he had another son, maybe a little less known, but also a tremendous Gain. His name was Reb Shimon Seifer, he was the rub of the very big city of Krakow, the famous historical city of Krakow. And one time they met each other somewhere, maybe at a convention, Reb Shimon Seifer met Reb Shlomer Breuer. And he said, tell me something, I heard your shver, I heard Reb Shemshur has beautiful tire. Tell me like a really gishmaka shtickel tire from Reb Hirsch. Eza mili ma'al yisa so what did he say? Which vart did he share? Which vart did Rav Shlomo Breuer share with Rav, with Rav Shimon Seifer? Every single day, the davening starts out with Adain Eilam. We just spoke about it in last night's vad. Why we start Shachris with Adain Eilam. You have to listen to last night's recording if you weren't here. Um, but every day we start Adain Eilam. Adain Eilam it's not clear exactly who composed the Dayan but on the bottom of the Art Scroll Sitter, it says that it's attributed to Rav Shlomo ibn Gabiro, one of the greatest early Paitanim who flourished in the 11th century. Okay, but so he said a Vart on a Dayan It's always good to have a Vart on a popular Pism because whenever, wherever you are in the world at any given time, you can, it's always a good Dvar Torah to say. You could be on a Shabbos table, you could be on a train with somebody, on a plane with somebody. Adonai is like a universal thing. It's not, it's not time limited. It's not like you're telling, telling somebody today a Vart on Rosh Hashanah. Right? It's something that you can use 365 days a year and it's a beautiful Vart. He says, the Chiddush of Adonai why is it so wildly popular? Why is Adonai such a great hit? If you go through the Adain Eilam, it starts off describing HaKadosh Baruch Hu in universal terms. Listen, I'll, go, I'll read the article. Master of the universe who reigned before any form was created, at the time when, he, when his will brought all into being, then as king... He was named, was his name proclaimed. That's what we said before. He was always called Melech. 
after all has ceased to be, when everything is over, he, the awesome one, will reign alone. It is he who was, he who is, and he who shall remain in splendor. He is one, there is no second to compare him to, to declare it as his equal. Without beginning, without conclusion, he is the power and dominion. That's the first part. That's the first half of Dainalim. Speaking about HaKadosh Baruch Hu in his universal magnificence. What he did, he's the first, he's the last, he's all-powerful, he's almighty. He was, he's, uh, he is Haya Haya he's everything, you know, in a, in a grand way. He's power and dominion, he's everything. That's the first part of Adain Ailam. And then you wouldn't even notice this if not for Hershah's Chiddush. Like almost seamlessly, Adain Ailam segues into, it switches gears in the middle. Vuhu Kaili, Vechai Gayali, Vitsur Chavli based Tsara, Vuhu Nisium Manaslim Naskaisviam Ekra, he is my God, my God. Notice the switch in, and we're not talking about him as being master of the universe anymore. Now we're already speaking about HaKadosh Baruch Hu as being a personal God. He is my God, Ukeli. He is my living redeemer, rock of my pain in time of distress. He is my banner, a refuge for me in the portion, the portion in my cup on the day I call. Into his hand I shall entrust my spirit when I go to sleep when I shall, and I shall awaken. With my spirit shall my body remain. Hashem is with me. I shall not fear. Do you see what just happened in this Bisman? It goes and describes HaKadosh Baruch Hu first as being the great God and then being a personal God. That great God that I just described, he has no beginning, no end, he is omnipotent, he is forever, he is eternal. That same God is my personal God. When I have a trouble, I could call out to him, and there he is to rescue me from my, from my troubles. You could turn to this. He's not a melech. He's a master. He's an adin. Adin Ailam. That's why it's called Adin Ailam. Because if there's one thing that shows that he's my adin, it's the personal relationship that I can maintain with him, that he's there for me. The little, menial, seemingly trivial uh, components of the daily life that we have, HaKadosh Baruch Hu cares about us. Imagine that. Imagine if I would tell you that, um, I don't know, let's say Elon Musk, right? the guy is a bit, he's pretty busy. Right? He's running Tesla, he's running... Uh, uh, what is it, SpaceX? Is that his space company? Yeah. And now he's running Twitter, right? He has a family also. He probably has a lot of hobbies that we don't know about. And with all of that, all that busyness, running three like public or private, you know, monster companies, he also takes time to, uh, to call me up on the phone every day and ask me how I'm doing, what'd you eat for breakfast, what'd you eat for lunch, uh, do you need anything, you know, can I send you something, can I PayPal you something, you know. Like he took, he's taking time out of his busy schedule to worry about me. Am I that important to him that he, he actually takes time 
from all the public things that he's doing and he's busy with and he, he's concerned about me and if I, if I stub my toe, I could call him or I could text him and say, hey, Elon, you know, I, I just stubbed my toe. And he's like, oh, hey, like, what, you know, what, what are we going to do? Did you go to urgent care? Just I'll send a limo. Like, he cares about me so much. He's worried about my every little thing. He has time to talk to me about my issues and I could, I could express openly my problem. That, that would be a really cool thing to have. Well, guess what? We don't have Elon Musk. We have the master of the entire universe who's pretty busy. He's running all the cosmos. He's running every single thing in the world, all the, the, the Mayim and the Geshem and the, the, the Shelig and the, the, the Tzvah Shamayim, the Shemesh, the Areach, the molecules, the atoms, the, the distance between sun and the, and the earth and, and all the moon and everything going on. It's from Hashem. He's, bit, he's very busy. Very, very busy running the world economy, running everything. And at the same time, he cares about you and he cares about me. And I don't mean the big things in our life. I mean every little small detail. If we, if we you know, if we, the Gemara speaks about what Yisurim are, what, what's considered to be a pain, if you put your hand in your pocket, you think you're getting a quarter for the meter, and you, bring, you pull out a, a nickel instead of a quarter, that's also something that was involved in, Hashem was involved in that, and Hashem gives you credit for that as if you suffered. I mean, it's ridiculous the, the amount of, of detail that HaKadosh Baruch Hu worries about in our life. But he does. That's an oven. That's what Rav Schwab says is the Chiddush of Avram Avinu. That Hashem is not just a melech that is looking at the grand plan, at the big scheme, and, and, not del- and delegating maybe to smaller beings or smaller uh, emtsayim, the, the little pesky details of life, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is very hands-on with each and every one of us. He himself, that's running the universe, is also running our little daily lives. That's an incredible thing to think about. But that was the innovation of Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu said, no, 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 don't think that he's a melech. He is a melech, but he's also, and more profoundly, more amazingly, he is a, an Adon, Adon Eilam Asher Malach. And now, listen, O God of ours, to the prayer of your servant, to his supplications. And illuminate your face to, my, to your mikdash, to your sanctuary that was destroyed. What does that mean? Laman Avram Shekarach Adon, and Chazal teach us that it means in the on, when it says Laman Adai Nun Yod, it means for Avram Avinu's sake who called you Adon. Harishuloi Rak Shekarach Avram Lakadosh Baruch Hu Adon Al Shekarach Loi Adai Loi Pirish Adain Shali was my personal God because that is. The aside, that's reverses aside also that that Adain Eilam means it's my personal God. It's not just a universal big God. It's my personal God. I wanted to just, uh, with the remaining time, tell you a, um, an extra chiddush that I thought of based on this Vard of Rav Schwab. So there's a Gemara Nidarim on Lamed Beis Lamed Beis. The Gemara says it describes a conversation that the Torah records between Avram Avinu. And Shem. Shem was the son of Nayach. He was uh, a Kayin. And Malki Tzedek Melech Shalem is Shem. So the Gemara says like this Kivan Shehiktim Shem 
Es birkas Avram, le birkas Hamakim, Haitsia Kunim Avram, Shenem Averecheva Yaimer, Baruch Av, this is what Shem said to Avram Avinu when he met him. Baruch Avram Lekel Elyon, blessed is Avram to the mighty God above. Who owns Shemayim and Aretz? Ubarach El and also blessed is Hashem. So what did he do? He first blessed Avram Avinu, and then he blesses Hashem. Avram Avinu says, "What are you doing?" Is it normal to put an Eved before the Master? You don't put me. You don't bless me before the Master. So the kahuna at that point was usurped. It was taken away from Malkit Tzedek, Melach Shalim, from shame. And it was given to whom? It was given to Avram Avinu. That's what the puzzle means when it says, He was a kain. Malkit Tzedek was a kain. But that was it. That was the last stop on the kuna line. Then it was transferred over to Avram Avinu because of this uh, wrong move that he did, that he, he praises Hashem, and only then does he pray, he praises Avram Avinu, and then he praises Hashem. So, you have to understand, Malki Tzedek was not a, was not a fool. Malki Tzedek was a very, was, he was a shun, he was shame, he was, uh, he was, he was the forebearer of Avram Avinu, he was the forebearer of, uh, uh, uh of Klai Yisrael, he was a Kayin, the Kalelia, and he was, he was big stuff. He was a God Ladar. So, what was he thinking? What was the Machlekes? You have to learn sometimes these up as like a Machlekes Rishinim. Just like, you know, if, you, if there's a Machlekes between the Ram and the Ravid, you have to understand it. You have to understand what was shame thinking, what was Avram thinking, what was, the, what was the debate over here? Based on Rav Schwab's premise that until Avram Avinu, the world had a different concept, a different notion about what Hashem was. So I think we can maybe say that that's what the Machlegas over here between Shem and Avram was. Shem says to Avram Avinu, he gives him a bracha, and he says, he calls him, he calls Hashem by the name Kel Elyon. Kel Elyon means the God of above. What that means, he's like a melech. He's above, he's high and mighty, he's a million miles away, he has no shaykhs whatsoever to planet Earth. So I could, it's more mistaber that if I have Avram Avinu in front of me, a tzaddik he's here, I should praise him first. Baruch Avram Lekel Elyain, Kainish Baruch Avram Avinu is here, he's on planet Earth. Hashem is not here. Hashem is a melech, he's far removed, no connection to me. So Malki Tzedek understood that Hashem was Bibchinas Melech, and that was it. No personal relationship. He was Kalelian. He says it Beferish, what he considers Hashem to be is Kalelian. He's the Almighty God on high, on Elian. He's, he's, he's way, way up there, but he has no, he's not here. So I don't have to praise him before Avram Avinu, because Avram Avinu is right here. He's with me. Hashem is not here. Kaviyachal. And Avram Avinu says, no. Avram Avinu says, Ramani was very deliberate with that Lushan. He says, Are you Maktim the Ebed the, the to the Master? Meaning, he was saying that you, you misunderstand what the relationship between Hashem and, and his people are and the world is. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Kalalyan. He is the Master of the Universe. He is He is the Melech. He is the. Uh, he who yeah b'sifara l'amshel lachbira ein sheni 
all of that, but he's also, he's, we're his avadim, and he's our kaine, he's, he's our master. We have a connection. You can praise me before him. He's right here. He's with us. And because of that, the kahuna was taken away from Malki Tzedek, and it was given to Avram Avinu. Because you know what kuna is? Kuna is avayda. Avayda sakaihanim. Avayda means that I am a servant in front of my master. Kaihanim working in the base of Mikdash, they're not believing that Hashem has no shaykh. They are serving God in the Mikdash, and Hashem is their master right over them. A kayan is an evid, is a shliach for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And there's a recognition when you're a kayan, or there has to be a recognition, that you are, you're an evid to the mari, to the master. And that is why it was taken away from Malki Tzedek, it was given to Avraham Avinu, and that, I think, is the nekudas hamachlekes between them. And it's very, very nageya for each and every one of us to remember this in our daily life, because it is very easy to believe that Hashem is a zillion miles away, He's so big, He's so busy, that He has no shaykhist us, and we don't have to worry about Him, or, or we don't have to, to daven to Him about the, the little things in our life is meaningless, because does He really care about all these things, about me, about my conditions, about my, my issues, and my... He cares, and He worries, and He controls everything. He's an Adan. He knows exactly who you are. Everything that you is going on in your life, he's fully, fully aware of. He's cognizant of it. And he cares about it. And he worries about it. And he's controlling it. And he's going to make things good in Mitzvah Hashem. But that is the new Chiddush that we, that we see in this parasha. Avraham Avinu comes to the world and he teaches us something that the world never knew about Hashem. He's no longer just a Melech, but he's, all, he's now the Adin, and we're his Avadim, and we have a direct, personal, beautiful, warm, loving relationship. And that's how we have that legacy of Ramavina told today. And every time we daven, and every time we talk to the Rabbi Yishlam, you should know that he's listening. Okay, everybody say